This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Welcome to Nursing in America. I am your host, Tanya Friedman, Chief Executive Officer here at Kinetics USA. I've invited Luciana De Silva to be the guest host for a few episodes. She'll be speaking with nurses now living in America to figure out what life is really like. Enjoy. Today, I'm speaking with Sid. He moved to Tampa Bay from Naga City in the Philippines to work as a critical care nurse. Let's see how it went. Whenever you're working in the hospital, do you work with a lot of immigrants who are getting treatment and they don't know how to pay? What do you what do you say? What do you do? Do you see that? Um, honestly, I've been like taking care of most of them like they they grew up here, so not really an immigrant. So um uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really because uh, most of the immigrants that are most patients, meme grant patients that I have, they, they have a good um, health benefits. Because, yeah, but <laughs> so most of the people who really can afford and like having this difficulty are those, uh, um, those people who really live here because, because of um, a lot of comorbidities or like a lot of stuff going on in their life. Like, I I noticed here in the United States, I've been having a lot of patients having um, addictions, like withdrawal from alcohols, and depression, suicidal um, intent. So, so they're like those people, and there's a really challenge in those t- um, aspects, which is you, you can, at first uh, I can't really understand, but. <laughs> I can I can really understand them, but, but try if you have those patients, just keep in mind that they did not became like that if they didn't they did not experience anything that causing them leading them to do that. So it's more on depressions and stuff like that. It's just yeah, in the Philippines, not that a lot of patients that I work with um, those cases, but. Here we have like veterans, veterans who have uh, mislead to uh, alcoholism and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's more than <laughs> not really immigrants having a hard time. Yeah, it's um, we have a horrible drug and depression and everything <laughs> culture here. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very different. It's really, really sad, actually. Um, but, you know, that kind of brings me into something else that you know, cultural differences, mm-hmm. right? Um, obviously different habits and, and things like that is, is off over here. But in terms of like the main cultural difference that you feel between yourself and the other nurses in your hospital, what's, what are the main differences there with the American nurses and yourself culturally? So during my first uh, few weeks, in a in a hospital in the hospital, um, I've been just trying to feel what vibes they have, what um, 
what atmosphere, what, what, how they act, how they how they tell jokes, if they're gonna accept your jokes, if how they how they interpret things. Because I, I I experienced different. Uh, I I I mean I already I already in, I mean experienced the difference of people in the south and people in the east. <laughs> you you you're gonna see how their their attitudes and their work attitudes. So you need to observe and feel the atmosphere for like a few weeks, like three weeks, and don't um, assume that they're they're going to interpret the things that you you're you want to tell them. So always, I think uh, it's just to be more to be more sensitive in in the in my part. Because here in Florida, there are, there are a lot of immigrants here, right? So there's a lot of culture differences. So, and I've been having those different patients. So you need to, you need to observe how they take things. Right? Sometimes I can throw a joke to my colleagues and they're going to take, take it as a joke. But if they're like really serious on things, just don't, just, just, just don't do it. <laughs> Uh, it's culture is not it's not really a I mean it's not really a culture difference not really a big thing I think you just need to be sensitive enough and see or learn from from them from those pe- from people because even though they have this culture but they don't practice it you know so, so yeah <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain, but <laughs> but I, I hope I hope you understand. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. And then yeah. you know what you've had to get, but like um, I grew up with my family is from Brazil, and mm-hmm. because my my father's also in medical care, we ended up in Alabama. So I grew up as a mm-hmm. Brazilian girl, brown girl in Alabama, <laughs> where. <laughs> Nobody understood, no one accepted. And so I know that me and my family, Mm -hmm. we went through a lot of prejudices, especially with my dad in his hospital that he was working in and and me in school. And and it's it's sad, but that happens a lot in the United States. Um, Did you have Mm -hmm. to deal with any of that yourself? You said you're in Louisiana. I mean, not to. Yeah, I I also experienced like that, but I just... I just ignored them <laughs> and and I I actually please them like <laughs> when they're in good mood I reach out to them uh it's it's expected <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say like it's really hundred percent expected but just um don't take it up personally just ignore it and focus on your work and once they see your your work is like if you're if you're a good nurse, you're doing your job, they're they're gonna love you. And when you when you have your 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 first like first week here, I think it's advisable to not talk too much. <laughs> just as I said, just just keep on observing until you get you you get to know them. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite English slang? What's your favorite American slang words? Oh, I'm I'm still. 
I'm so like a Louisiana kid. <laughs> I, I worked there for three years and yeah, I, I pretty much because people in the South are you gonna you gonna observe that they're more like like friendly, approachable, and are happy. Even they have different um culture differences, but they're always gonna ask if you're okay, stuff like that. <laughs> People in the east, they're probably like serious. <laughs> uh, you need to like, <laughs> yeah, you have to like be careful and just they're more on um, goal oriented. Like, you need to do this, that, <laughs> and I think that, that I, 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 as I said, different, different place, different atmosphere, environment. But yeah, it, I did not have hard time um, dealing with it. I had one nurse that told me that their favorite phrase that they learned in the South, it was, um, they said, Lord have mercy. Uh. <laughs> they would always say, Lord have mercy. <laughs> That's like the Southern phrase. Did you learn any uh-huh. phrases like that? Uh, yeah. Not really. Like, like just, I mean, uh, I mean the, the how they ask people if they're okay, like, how are you doing, how are you all, <laughs> like their, their accent, like, their knives is knives. <laughs> I'm getting the knives for me. <laughs> so yeah, simple things. Everything's wider. Yeah. Like, everything wider. Yeah. yeah. I think also the same in Alabama, I guess. You're right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, yeah, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, they're pretty much the same <laughs> accent. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, this was really great. So just one more thing. If you could give one piece of advice, someone is coming and you could say, I give you one, one piece of advice that we haven't already talked about. What uh, would that be? It could be anything. I don't know, anything like all in life, like that, all in practice. Okay. So I I realized that um you all have three currencies in life. Um, we have the time, we have the knowledge, and we have the money. So if you want to, if your goal is knowledge, you need to invest time and money for that. If you need more time, you need money and knowledge. That means you need to study graduate school like nurse practitioner, and you need to spend money for that education. If, if you need money, you need to have a good knowledge, education, and time. That means you need to have time for your for your um, graduate schools like that. So I feel like this my this is the thing that I realized that those three currencies in life. Like as of now, I'm I'm like focusing on on the knowledge. I'm I'm trying to work with my um, um, masters. I was able to able to. Um, Move to a smaller hospital, so that means it would be less busier. So I have time and money. I was able to get a, a sponsorship from them. Like they're, they're willing to like twenty give twenty thousand. I mean ten thousand per year, total of twenty thousand for the whole um, master's degree. So I think the one that I like will be a total of thirty five k. So I'll be like having 15,000 out of my packet, which is good. So that's my goal right now, the knowledge. So once I get the knowledge, you're going to have more, you're going you're gonna to have more 
I guess, money, more time, because you're going to less, work less because you'll be starting to have this higher position in your facility if you have this um, um, education. So uh, those are the, those currency in life and time, money, and knowledge, if it makes sense. <laughs> that is yeah. advice and congratulations on the masters. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm still working on it. And yeah, I will, I will be moving to a smaller hospital because um, we'll be moving to that the area here yeah i would say we were able to purchase a house i mean it's a pre-construction so we'll be moving there it will be ready on april uh, end week of april so you just bought a yeah. house you didn't say anything about that <laughs> uh, yeah we, we, can, we can discuss it if you want tell me tell me tell me tell me about the house how did you find a house how did you get a mortgage <laughs> First thing first, you you need to choose the place that you need, you want to put roots in. Like so you're gonna stay longer ten years, probably you need to buy a house. And the best thing to know that if you, is to stay in a certain place for a while, um, like at least a year. Um, the only the only thing that we've not done does because done that only. I've been like staying here only Florida for 10 months. The only thing I didn't done it because my wife is pregnant, so we need to settle. But <laughs> so so yeah, renting and paying the apartment rent is not worth it. Like <laughs> the mortgage is cheaper than the apartment lease. So <laughs> so which is the area, it's more it's it's advisable to not buy a house in a city because it's busy. So I chose like, I chose the area like 30 minutes away from the city. It's it's a little laid back. Um, it's a developing area. So that's a good thing. Um, we bought it in a cheaper cheaper amount. Now it's, they're selling their houses in like more than the, the one that we paid off. Also the mortgage, you need to have a good credit score. And enough saved money because they're gonna check your your uh, bank account, and you need to have a permanent job. So if you're like if you're a traveling nurse, they're usually not gonna decline your loan. Like I have a friend who's been like, traveling for almost a year. Um, he's been applying for a mortgage loan. Uh, he's been declined for a couple of times for the reason that. Um, you don't have a permanent job. I think traveling is like a contract job. So now he's trying to um, find a, a hospital where he's going to stay longer. Um, you need to consider the school, um, the commute from your job, your work. So that one will be like 10 minutes drive away from the hospital that I'll be moving in. I'll be starting there April 11th. So it's like 10 minutes drive. Um, the school is good. Um, both public and private are good. Um, the community is good. It's more like um, it's sort of a retiree place. So it's kind of like uh, people is just enjoying their life, like retired people. <laughs> so the crime rate as well, and the the basically area like near the shopping center, near, near the mall, um, near the interstate. And that's it. The crime rate, school, 
um, yeah, the area. And if you, if if you have a good good credit score and you have a good bank account, the best time to buy a house is now, like <laughs> because <laughs> I was told before the interest rate goes, the APR goes like five to seven. And now it's just it's went down to like two between two point five to three, and with buying a house, um, it's it's the loan is gonna tell you the monthly pay per month, but it does not include the tax per month, the insurances. So so you need to like have enough slack for your for, for your budget. So. What about like the inspection part? Because usually like, you know, you put the offer, right? You put the offer on the house and then Mm -hmm. they accept the offer. Oh, yes. Ours like pre-construction. Oh. So it's all new. Um, It has a 10-year warranty. Um, When it comes to inspection, um, they're going to walk you around for, they call it like, they call it inspection. So during that time, you need to take pictures of all the, you know, the wirings, the water pipes, because just in case you come to the point that you need to do some project, do some a little renovation in your, in your house. Though we have those like things that detects wires and, and stuff, but it's it's nice to have an image of where they were located. And they usually, the new thing I found out that they also have this um, pest control system. It's like a tiny wires with small holes in it where the um, the pest control people just can just um, inject their pesticide outside from, from outside. They don't need to come in the, the, the building. Yeah, so that's a new thing for me. Like, oh, this is a new I technology. Want that? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they they show it out, show us to during the the inspection. So it's a cool thing that I found out. <laughs> and in Florida, you need pest control, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a you're gonna have all the insects here. <laughs> yeah. And you said mm-hmm. that like it needs it, you know, because close to schools. Congratulations on the baby. Oh, thank you. Though. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> When's the baby yeah. due? Huh? Oh, August. August. He's uh, uh, 20 weeks. Right now. Exactly 20 weeks. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. So how did you go about like trying to find out what's the good school? Because you want to oh, out there and... The same thing, uh, Google, <laughs> and, or Google, uh, check the reviews. <laughs> and once you, you see the school, you can draw, you can check it by yourself. I think you're going to learn more, like personally learn, learn more if you have a kid that you in, will be um, enrolling to that school because you'll be like talking to the um the people like the principal there, but right now it's not yet appropriate for me because <laughs> I don't have someone to enroll in. So I just did a Google and um, 
the area is going to show you the education star, like two star, three and a half stars. So it's it's just all in Google, like <laughs> Google review. Yeah, everything is there. <laughs> all the Google gods, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to ask you one last question, though, this is also fantastic. You know, I've a lot of people come here with um, this idea of the American dream. And um, mm-hmm. what did you feel was the thing that you said, when I get that, when I do that, I will have mm-hmm. reached my American dream? What was it and have you reached it? Um. As of now, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Still, I'm still working on it. I think for me, the American dream is when you're earning enough for your money and saving enough, and you have time to you know, spend time with your family. If you're working hard and you're earning hard, but you're too busy with your work, and that's having enough time to your family, like, it's it's not really like a dream. So I think for me, like like less hour work and have more early pay rate, and then more time to the family, you know, with the family. Uh, yeah, I think that would be the American dream for me. As a nurse, I realized you need to like work on your um, education. Um, when I had my certification, like certificate CCRN, that's the time that I've been having. Uh, a good or good early rate offers and they they value nurses with uh, certified nurses and more education credentials yeah you can work as a as a manager where you can you can just work hard on like office hours like nine to five and you can have spend time with your family pick up your kids stuff like that <laughs> oh, and you have a more early rate so yeah <laughs> That's another way yeah. to do it. <laughs> that's my, I think that's the American dream. <laughs> Capitalism, that's the American way, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make money, work, have your life, right? And, and invest, you know, invest, invest, invest. Great. Well, is there anything else you want to add, Sid? Any other big piece of advice? I think we tackle most of them. Our taxes. Taxes, okay. Yeah, tell me about taxes. How did that go? So taxes, if you are single, uh, so if you're coming here with your family and you're the only person, you're if, if I'm the only person working, um, you can, because I had we had a mistake this year. So last year, I was the only one working and my wife is, is not working. So I changed my W-4 um, election to just me working, but we're gonna file, um, we're gonna jointly file tax. And then this um, 2020, she started working and I don't know that I need to update it. Like <laughs> there's an option that, that, both, that, that both you and spouse is working. So what happened was we owe money to the IRS. So, so we need to pay them, but but when it com- when it comes to tax, if you're gonna analyze it, it's it's just the same thing. If you get more money, you're gonna have a refund. If you have, I mean, yeah, more money from every paycheck, you're gonna have a. I mean, you need to pay them, <laughs> but 
if you have like if you're if you're they're getting a lot of tax in your paycheck, I'm probably gonna have a refund. It's, it depends. It also depends on the state. Um, like in Florida, we don't have a state tax. We only have federal tax. I think in Louisiana, they have state tax and Florida tax. So every time you file your um, yearly, you'll get a state and federal um, filing. So two types of filing. Other than that, with the tax. Did you get a CPA or you did it online? Oh, uh, we've been using HR Black. <laughs> HR Black, yeah. Um, my first year here, I used the TurboTax. Uh, the only thing I don't want with TurboTax is I'm the one who's going to put on all the numbers. <laughs> then going to HR Block, you just, need, you just give them a copy of your um, W-2. And you're going to ask you some questions, then that's it. <laughs> a lot yeah, easier. I, yeah, I, hate, I hate numbers. No. <laughs> that's why I pursue nursing, because I'm not good at math. <laughs> that's why I do marketing I understand yeah. <laughs> I just ended yeah. up getting a CPA I was like I'm done <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fine. you just do it <laughs> yeah and they're gonna they're gonna um, ask you for the same fee so <laughs> yeah yeah, it's going to be all the same. Um, see, was there something else? I want? Yeah, because Florida, you don't have to pay the income tax. Lucky, lucky, mm. lucky. There's like seven states in the United States that there are no income tax. And Florida mm. is one. Yeah. <laughs> it's very high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so each state has its pros and cons. So you just need to like figure out which one you can deal with and the advantage, of, you know, <laughs> think there's the... There's no like perfect state in the United States. No. Absolutely not. Where's where's the favorite place that you visited here? Have you gotten to do any traveling? Oh, Chicago. <laughs> Way back um before pandemic 2018. Yeah. 2018. It's like Chicago is like a New York layback <laughs> atmosphere. And they have a good transportation. So we always, I think during that time, we only spent like a $20 uh, card where you can use it with the, with the buses, the trains, and, and we were able to um, visit different places there with just that transportation card. And yeah, RTA, I think RTA, it's RTA card. Yeah. yeah, Chicago is nice. That's a cold. It's just nice to visit, but not nice to live in for me because I don't like like cold places. <laughs> yeah. Chicago is really fun, though. Right town. <laughs> yeah, I love it, and there's not a lot of cities here that have really good public transportation. So it's like Chicago, New York, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's about it, <laughs> really. Yeah. Like LA does, but it's not so good. Atlanta does, but it's yeah, not so. I haven't been in LA. Yet. I haven't been in California yet because they said uh, the the traffic is really bad there. <laughs> I don't want to stress myself driving in traffic. <laughs> if you, if I'm going to go to Disneyland, I can just go here in Orlando. <laughs> oh, but if you come visit California, you gotta rent like a convertible <laughs> and then oh, go that yeah. way. <laughs> California life. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> How was your first driving test? I have it back in Louisiana. I didn't really have a, attended any school. <laughs> so it's not the ideal one. So if you're asking, it's not the ideal one. So usually you need to um, go to a driving school and they have this uh, the classroom session. And after that, they're going to have an hours of driving session. You need to meet those hours. And once you completed and passed the written exam, completed the driving hours, um, the driving school is going to accompany you to the DMV, or sometimes they just let you do it. You go to the DMV with a sealed envelope where those important, those needed documents are there. Um, just don't open it, and you just need to give it to the DMV with your um, with your identification SSN. Um, green card, if you need a passport too, just in case. And a two proof of address, like something from the bank or a billing, proof of billing with your address and name. And then you're gonna take a you're gonna do an eye test, eye exam, if you have any problem. After that they're gonna take a picture of you. It only takes like half a day. And once you have those documents, you just going in line and everything is goes smoothly you will you'll have your license in um half uh, like within four hours i guess and then um one more thing uh so each each state they have this thing they call the valid id so those valid id is the one with the star on the i think upper left or upper right so if you have a state id they're going to ask you which one do you want to use as a valid ID. So when they say a valid ID, you can use it traveling on the airports, you can just present it. Yeah. That's the one with the star. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a state ID and or a driver's license, just choose one, which one you're gonna use. And if you if you're not rushing to get a state ID. And you're planning to get a driver's license, just go with a driver's license and just don't get the <laughs> state ID if you don't need to, you know. Because <laughs> you're just gonna pay pay more. You're gonna pay for the state ID plus the driver's license. Yeah. That's a good piece of uh, advice there, the whole valid ID. That's like a newer thing too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been asking that every time. Because uh, at first I uh, I applied for a state ID. Then that state ID has the star. Then when I applied for a driver's license, they asked me which one is a valid ID. So I told them, are they not valid? <laughs> so <laughs> they asked me, no, you only choose one. So that one you can use if you need to travel within the United States and if they're asking for requirements, stuff like that. So they call it valid ID, the one with the star. <laughs> That's a good piece of advice. The one with the star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys also do have the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We call yeah, it, the star. We call it the real ID. Yeah, the real ID. Yeah. That's what they call it. But they say that that's good, like, because um, people here go to Mexico a lot because we're in San Diego. 
So like mm-hmm. Mexico is like 30 minutes down the road, oh, okay. like Tijuana. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but yeah, still, no, then right. you always need your, your passport to go. But then now with these like real IDs, they can mm-hmm. scan it. And that's it. And then, well, they're they're trying to hope that that's it, but was, I think it's just yeah. now with every immigration at the border, it's still going to be the past. Oh, yeah. uh, always, right? But that that's the overall idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the Mexico borders that's its own whew, its own thing. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and I like Tampa. I've been to Tampa before. Um, oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice place. Um, it's a, it's kind of, it's a balance between work and recreation. Like, there's a lot of things to do here. You can do um, biking, hiking, go to the beach, and a lot of theme parks. Nice here. The clear water is nice. Their sand is very pure. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my fiance keeps telling he's like we should move to tampa he keeps saying tampa, <laughs> like, tampa, I'm a tampa. And he's like yeah. i keep reading about it it seems so nice <laughs> um, i said yeah it is though because clear water yeah. is clear water it has the name for the reason hmm? mm-hmm. well yeah but there's um, people here people in the in the clear water right now it's just not really practicing the mass mandate, so just be careful with that. Yeah, they said people in Florida are like um, the people who don't wear masks. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. COVID never happened in Florida. Yeah, it is. It, it looks like that. Like they've been, they're eating. There are other people in the restaurants in Clearwater. So every time we visit that place, we just we're the only one who have the mask. <laughs> Have you been dealing yeah. with a lot of COVID patients? Like, have you yeah. have that been like a thing? This, like, I'm sure it has. What's that been like? Yeah, I've been. I, my, the first month that the COVID hit, I think March 2020. So people are just really nervous and really, really afraid. But I think now we're starting to get this kind of burnout <laughs> and getting used to it, but it's still dangerous. Like just last January, a nurse in Gainesville, Florida, she's like 31 years old, no no health history, and got COVID and now so like it's been vented for three months or two months. So yeah, it's still dangerous, but people are getting tired of it. That's why they feel like they're getting used to it. They sometimes they just don't wear masks. And yeah, down. Yeah, we. Every time I have a, a COVID patient, the only the only negative thing is um, as much as we want to give the hundred percent care, we just can't. And some doctors don't even want to come in inside the room because because they're always because they're. At first, they're just doing the rounds outside. They just come in there if they need to. It takes time for us to do the PPE, <laughs> and I have I have my like full gear thing right now. Like before, it's just a simple, <laughs> simple facial. Now I've been using the the facial that they use in welding, <laughs> and 
Yeah, the and the uh, the high end N95, but it works. It works. It works. Good. Well, I'm glad that you've stayed safe and healthy. And I'm, I'm, I've been really thankful that this pandemic season we're still safe. And yeah, I just, every time I go home, I, uh, before I go to my car, I remove my scrubs and remove my shoes. I have my I have my um, um second second set of scrubs in my bag in my bag. So you just need to be careful, even though I. I get it that people are getting tired, but it's it's still there. <laughs> so it's and still rising. So yeah. So keep protecting yourself. <laughs> I'm so glad. And you know, you have so much great things to share that I've just absolutely loved this. I mean, you you came here, you you ended up finding out how to buy food. So <laughs> I love that you uh-huh. came. I, yeah. I talked someone this. I said well, nurse and he came with a suitcase full of food and it's just uh-huh. it's great and then you you're having a baby you bought a house you're you you know you're gonna get into the hospital you're starting your master's i mean your life is rocking and rolling sid it really uh, no, is i hope everything good, go good flow this year <laughs> yeah everything everything is not that not stable yet you know during this time Everything can just change and snap. So I'm still hoping everything's gonna go well. <laughs> well, you've got yourself on, on a great foot, and you've got a lot going for you. And congratulations! Not a lot Thank of people you. have these amazing stories to tell, and you do, and you're rocking it. Thank you. It was great to talk to you, Sid. Okay, God bless you too. Take it's care, an honor. Okay? okay, take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the episode. Go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.